When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's Spring Collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Hey everyone, just a heads up. Today's film includes a scene of familicide, which we discuss in length, but not in grotesque detail on the show. And if that is something that is triggering to you, we wanted to give you a moment to stop and uh, go find something else to listen to. All right, enjoy the show. If anyone tells you this isn't the best movie that you have ever seen, then send out your hawks with switchblades in their mouth to murder them while driving. We saw The Visitor, so you know what that means. And today we are talking about a horror film that trumps every other horror film. The cast, amazing. John Huston, Sam Peckinpah, Shelley Winters. This movie is not fucking around unless you mean when it comes to plot because then it is kind of fucking around. How to distill this movie? Well... There was an alien many years ago who came to this earth 
and had sex with women, leaving little remnants of his seed inside children. One of them is now coming to full power but needs a brother, so they send down John Houston, who's dressed beautifully in khakis, <laughs> to make sure the end of the world doesn't happen or that the Atlanta Hawks win the NBA championships? That's kind of the plot. Um, if you've not seen this movie, I highly recommend go. Stop what you're doing. Watch this movie. It's amazing. Here to break down the film, though, is one of my co-hosts. Please welcome Mr. Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? How we doing, Seattle? That's right. That's right. Mezzanine? Okay. Now we're talking. Jason, have Ooh, I'm you... exhausted from moonwalking. Jason, have you ever seen The Visitor? Never seen. Didn't know about it. I loved this movie. This movie started and I was like, yes! I don't know what this is, but I am stoned enough to watch. There is a definite artistry at play if in this film. If you told me that this was some sort of Yordorowski, like side movie, that like they all took opium and made a movie because it's all directors, weirdly it's a bunch of next level directors yep. are in this movie with like 1970s Honey Boo Boo as the bad guy. <laughs> this is, this movie is awesome. This movie is The Omen meets Rosemary's Baby meets, meets The Star Exorcist Wars? meets Star Wars meets, I don't know what, it's crazy. It is meets such... the birds. The birds. The birds. It's it really is every heart. It's a it's a it's a real like. But it's a, its own thing. What yes. I liked about it is this movie is an experimental film in a good way. Absolutely. I, I, think, I think. I totally agree. Here to help break down this movie even a little bit more is my other co-host. Please welcome Miss June Diane Raphael. How are you, June? I'm doing well. How are you, Paul? I'm very good. Thank you for asking. June, where does this movie fall for you? I know that horror, you have a conflicted relationship with it. You, oh, I enjoy horror. You do? Yes. But it scares you? Of course. I think, this... I think it scares everyone. But to Isn't a that point, the intent? I don't care for gore. And right. I don't care for... Al? <laughs> I don't care for like the sort of saw movies, the torture. You porn. also don't like a, a scare. I love a scare. Do you do? You seemingly don't you like a scare. You are married to each other. <laughs> I. This is fascinating, guys. I'm so sorry. Our time is up for this week. Damn. Next week, 
We'll continue to delve into whether you like horror or don't. Okay. Thank you so much. Can we write you a check or do you take Venmo? You, yeah, yeah. You can send me Venmo and just like, like give me thumbs up. Okay. I've never you used want Venmo. To, you want to make it public? Okay. But no, I mean... I I'm don't always, know how to use Venmo. But there so, are times where I'm like, let's watch a scary movie. Like, no, no. You get upset when a scary movie is broached. You're like, is it scary? I'm not into it. So I think you've misunderstood me. All right. Here's the thing. You know, you guys keep talking about this. Let's us step out. Why don't we all just step out? I, I don't like when you scare me. Got it. <laughs> that is true. And I don't how, like... How does that work? <laughs> I, I have done some scares to June that have not been nice. Yeah, like what? Well, like, we'll be talking like this normally, and then I'd walk into the other room, and I'd have a mask hidden, and then I'd walk back into the room with the mask on. And but wait, then we're in the time... same clothes? Just with a mask? Yeah. That's how easy she is. That's not a good scare. And then one time... Watch the way she reacts to it. Well, it is scary. It's surprising. It's very scary, actually. And one time... You know he's in that other room. It doesn't matter. You know he's still wearing the same clothes. All that's changed is he's re-entered the room in a mask. It's certainly just Paul in a mask. It's, but he it's a terrifying mask. It would be scary if you left the room, climbed out a window from that room, walked around the house, put on a mask and a jumpsuit, and walked Please into a door. Please don't give him these ideas, Jason. Here's the thing. What? Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. And I mean this with, like, every loving bone in my body. I will help you scare June. Thank you. You're not going to do that. June, do you remember, like, what's the biggest scare I've ever given you? Well, so when, when we were in that, your first apartment. Oh, boy, this is, is going to make me look bad. This was a very bad scare. And I honestly, I haven't recovered fully from it. I walked into the, the apartment was pitch black. 16 and I, years ago. I walked into what, the bathroom from watching ago. a movie and I thought Paul was in his bedroom and I walk into the bathroom, I open the door, it's pitch black and then he just turns on a lightsaber. <laughs> oh my God. The idea that a lightsaber is terrifying, like... The yeah, nerdiest first of, all, of I things. I wasn't expecting a person to be there staring at me, holding the a weapon. The way you're holding it, though, is like a dick. <laughs> the way you're holding it is like, it's, it was not meant as a scare, but as a bit of eroticism. Are you ready for... It was... It was terrifying. She is... You are very easily scared. Anyway, the question remains, did this movie scare you? Yeah. Yeah, and in a great way. I loved, I also loved this movie. I right? Absolutely. I loved it. Everybody's loved giving it. great performances. Yeah. Yes. It's visually inventive. I was into this movie. Yes. Now, I don't know who the good guys are. I don't know who the bad guys are. I don't know who I'm rooting for. No. I don't think anybody's good. Yeah. And I wasn't that concerned with it. I, I wanted desperately to play the role of the mother. I mean, yes. That's an amazing, unbelievable character. A character who is paralyzed at the end of the first act, and the movie isn't concerned at all with her getting used to... Nope. ...or dealing with the emotional upheaval of being paralyzed. She is just easily plugged back into her own life, just like, ha, 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 everything's she, great! 
Everything's she, great. She is resilient. And she's any a, other movie would be about this woman grappling with becoming a paraplegic. She's a really No, she's just like, I don't don't put another baby in my body. Like, I don't care that the bottom half doesn't work. I just don't want to carry another child. Well, guys, let's we got. Yeah. Um, well, let's get another voice into the mix here oh. tonight. Um, very special, just for Seattle, we have a guest here tonight. Um, you know him from shows like Children's Hospital and Transparent. Please welcome a How Did This Get Made all-star, Mr. Rob Hubel! 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 Welcome, Rob. We were lucky to get Rob uh, because the Seahawks are in town, and Rob has been... You've been on the bench this season well, so far. Well, I pulled a, uh, a groin muscle. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so I've been... Coach is going to get you out there eventually, though. I, wore, I did wear my Seahawks shoes. I was going to do my impression coming out here of one of the fake birds in the movie. <laughs> I'm a pretty bird. I'm a pretty bird. <laughs> but I didn't want to get ahead of ourselves. Well, well, Rob, I just, you know, we were talking about scaring, and you are one Master. of the best... Master scarer. Well, Master I like, scarer. I like being scared. I, w I, I, I wanted to be a part of that conversation, June, because... Jason just walked off stage. He'll be Is back. Is he preparing Here for he a comes. scare? He's making a cup of noodles. Um, but I have seen you... Uh, very, very scared and yeah. not enjoying... Like, one time we went as a group. Yeah. I think you were there. Halloween Horror Halloween Nights. Halloween Horror Nights. Of course. And, you know, it's one of those things where, <laughs> you know, there's mazes and, and people jumping out at you and grabbing you and stuff. And June, you know, just tried to make the best of it and would appeal to these people <laughs> as fellow actors <laughs> and would take them aside and say, Sir, sir, please, I know that you are a human being and an actor, and I am also an actor. And there's no reason for this. June would also do this, which is, when you're walking around the park, there are people who will try and sneak through the crowd uh. until they're right up next to you, and then like, they've got a noisemaker, like something that makes a chainsaw noise or something like that. And if June caught sight of any of those people moving within the group, she would be like, no. No, there I is. see you. There. I see you. No. No. Listen, a lot of the men playing those parts are enjoying it a little too much. <laughs> okay, a For little sure. too, too much. For sure. Well, I don't think we can cancel ghouls. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus 
With Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, you choose your tone, and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning, and when I launched my book, I said I am doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Um. So the visitor, Rob. Have you ever heard of this movie before? No, uh, I, but I w- I'm on board. Also, I feel like this is a great movie to take mushrooms and just sit back Enjoy and the ride. relax. Uh, wow! Yeah, visually just striking. I will say, don't want to get ahead of ourselves. The music, too much. No. What? No. Disagree. Too much. No. Disagree. Too much. Too, hold on. <laughs> Wait. Too. Well, let me rephrase it. Too, how about this? Too loud. Now, boom! Too loud? No, when John Houston's theme music comes on, it, every time, I was like, fuck yes. I it's love like, that theme music. It's it basically is, from like the Rockford Files yeah. or something. It feels like it's TV, and it is an old man's theme music. But there were some scenes where they're playing this unnecessarily alarming music when nothing scary know. was happening. Well, the poor little girl is stretching out strangely at gymnastics, and they're like... <laughs> the, music sounded like, the music sounded like birds, which I also loved. Well, the music... I will listen to this music like when I bring a lady home. It is... Uh, this is pressed as a vinyl... Uh, because this movie was re-released by Alamo Drafthouse, so they made a vinyl of the actual soundtrack. Wow. I want it, but send I it to it. me. Um, but this is what was odd about it. The movie opens up with this, like, the producers like to thank 
Georgia and the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this movie takes place now. Boom, hard cut to like desert wasteland, blown out world, two shadowy figures staring at each other. I'm like, whoa. Then it's yeah. like hard cut to blonde Jesus. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And then it's like, boom, hard cut to John Houston and bam, I'm like, what? So the good. Fuck? So it's, good. The scene in the beginning with Jesus. Uh, and all of the like young bald kids yeah. I was like what is this sitting around on footstools yes well he just tells stories yeah. everything happens in such close ups I just thought this movie was exciting to watch see the movie didn't really take off for me I was worried about it for a little for the first probably 10 minutes once this girl shot her mom <laughs> Picked up a gun and shot her mom. I was like, I'm watching. I'm listening. Then it really, to me, just took off. By the way, and then it it didn't stop. When she smashes her mom through the aquarium? Question mark. There's no fish in it. Is it a water feature? Honestly, I want to talk about the number of water features in that. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about that house. Yeah. What? 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 That house had a Frogger machine in it or a Pac-Man machine? Pong. A Pong. It was a, well, it was no. a huge Pong. Well, like, they were playing Pong, but there was also like a video oh, game, oh, oh, like sorry. rack. Like, I was wondering, like, did they just find this cool house in Atlanta? and just... I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Because it, it, it seemed like that was not a set. I don't, it seemed like that was just some billionaire's I mean, house. And we're to believe it's the owner of... <laughs> Lance Hendrickson? Uh, yeah, Lance Hendrickson is the owner... Of the Atlanta Hawks. It's or- not the Hawks. It's the Atlanta Rebels. <laughs> yeah. And oh. it's the San Francisco Miners. That's right. Just so weird. Right. Okay. So- wait. So it's his house that they're living in. Uh, no. No. Oh. They're that's- living in their own house. They're living in their own house. She's dating that guy, She's but that's da- yeah. not his oh, home. Oh. So that's that woman's home. Yeah. Correct. Women oh, okay. are allowed to own homes. <laughs> Is that true? Now, I know this is hard to imagine. Is that true? No, yeah, it is true. We can now own June, property. June, 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 let me explain this. Shh, shh, shh. June, June, you don't understand. Women are allowed to own homes. June, a man is talking. I'm so yeah, sorry. June. So I, think I won't what, interrupt I think what June again. was concerned about was, June was saying... June, even you yeah. could own your own home. But it was, it was odd, and I think... I was trying to make heads, and tail, uh, heads or tails of this movie because... Lance Hendrickson is dating the woman who becomes paralyzed, but they're not married, yet they have a kid, but she seems very... No, no. it's not. It's not, not his, his daughter. It's not his kid. That's not oh, okay. his daughter. Remember, they're okay. sleeping together, and she yes. says, I have something oh, terrible right. to tell Sorry, you. Yes. Something very wrong inside of me. Well, there is... There, it, it's set up in a weird way, because she seems to be working in tandem with Lance Hendrickson, the young girl. Doesn't what? she? No. Yes. See, that's yes. Oh, 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 no, no. She yes. wants him to succeed in impregnating her mother. Right. Yes. To get a to get another to get a son. By the way, so do I. But why is she trying to help the rebels win basketball games? <laughs> like, like that was like it seemed like it yeah. seemed to me like at one point when like when he's being interviewed in a very or hold on audience hold on we'll get to you hold on <laughs> when, uh, when when like he's being interviewed on post uh, on the side of the court in a very aggressive interview very aggressive from, like, from behind yeah the guy comes up and is like where's your money come from that's uh, an open an where open, does your money come it's from? it's an open checkbook 
It, it literally is like a during a timeout question and a like a Q and A thing. And but it felt like he was like, I got Satine Spawn, so we're gonna the Rebels are good this year. Like I feel like I feel like part of his deal with the Devil is that the Rebels will be good. Well, that, he, that is the Rosemary's Baby element of it, where there's like a cabal of men in a room who are deciding that the woman who is Lance Hendricks, who is Katie's mother, is the, is the harbinger of the Antichrist or something, some sort right. of powerful negative force. Satines. Yes, Satines, thank you. Yeah. Um, and that, that. By the way, did you guys get it? Satine. What is it? Satan. Oh, Satan. Like, like. Pretty cool. Pretty like. Oh, it's a real thinker. <laughs> I honestly was confused because I thought for the beginning part of it, I was like, is this a, 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 like an indictment of the NBA? Like, is this like the NBA is in with like space? Well, aliens? but I still think your question stands, which is why did the little girl care if they won or not? It, it seemed to me that in that scene, she was just like flexing her powers. I think that was just a flex. Okay, yeah. that was and just pure flex. It's just a tilt of the eyeglasses, explode the rim. Yes. Which she happens. Just, like, see what I can do. She exploded a rim, which no one questioned. Like, that's not something that happens. Like, if she deflated the basketball, like, she basically did something that is otherworldly and is like, okay, that other team won. No, 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 no. If the rim explodes, I'm sure there's some rule in the book to be like, we got to take it back here, guys. We got to, like, that doesn't count. The rim exploding. <laughs> like, trip him or do something. Don't, don't just, like, flex that hard at a half-attended NBA game. Also, is the bird that she has around that she controls, I'm just curious, is it a hawk or is it an yes. eagle? That's because a hawk. Someone said something about an eagle. It's a hawk. It, That's falcon. not a hawk. A falcon. It's a falcon? It's a falcon. It's a falcon. The Atlanta yeah. Falcon. Really? Maybe okay. not. Now, okay. is she controlling that bird or is that bird... Birds are a John very Houston. big part of the good and bad guys team. Because <laughs> you, you brought up, you, June, brought up something really interesting because you said, you said, I don't know who's good and bad. I also don't know who's good and bad. But here's, I, I did have a printout. Avril Halley gave me a printout of the opening monologue. Um, and I'll just read you this. This is Jesus' monologue? Yes, blonde yep. Jesus said. I would say not Jesus, handsome Jesus. Yes. All right. Um, or Commander, white, white Jesus is what we should call him. There is, by the way, Jesus did not look like this. So this is, it says, um, in order to, in order, in order to find and destroy Zatine, Commander Yahweh tried many methods. One of these methods was an immense army of birds trained to hunt and kill. But when one of these birds did discover Zatine, he transformed himself into an eagle and a managed to destroy them, except for three, which survived and wounded him fatally in the brain. <laughs> but now Zatine, now dead, lived on in another way before he was killed. He mated with earth women, procreating numerous children, thereby transmitting his wicked spirit and evil powers through new generations. Yet the struggle continued and goes on, for Yahweh's descendants pursued the progeny of Zatine's 
um, lest their contamination spread through the cosmos. So, okay, so, wait a second. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Now I'm, I am actually more confused. Because, so, but we meet the little girl's dad, her bio dad. Right? Sam yeah. Peck. Isn't Sam Peckinpah the doctor? Her, I'll yes. give you an abortion. Her yes. father? Very sexy music behind so, the abortion scene, by the way. He, so if that's Katie's bio dad, then, then her mom wasn't inseminated by this. Zatine. The movie By didn't. Right. The movie didn't explain that element of it. Is he supposed to be like a Joseph, like not the real father, like actually right. Satan somehow got in there? I don't. I don't know. Or yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's, that's why real, they broke I up. I don't know that he's the real dad. I think he's like the Earth dad. But one thing we're neglecting. <laughs> um, the with, Earth dad. You know, like oh, my Earth dad is yeah. really up my ass. <laughs> But my demon dad's pretty cool. One thing that, that jumps out at me that no one here has the courage to discuss is the speed of uh, wheelchair elevators. <laughs> A realistic speed. I know, because I did have that thought like, wow, technology has gone backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By I way, saw that and I was like, I want that. Yeah. And, and I was really impressed with Lance Hendricks. Uh, when he first comes to the house, he knows how to operate it immediately. Like, they come in, she's like, I'm back from the hospital. Hi, I'm in a wheelchair. And he, bloop, 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 blink, the thing, boom. Like, no one, qu like, that house was Their ready to. Their lives are unchanged. Yeah. Their lives are, she is in a wheelchair, yes, but everything else, yeah. they don't have to, they don't deal with the, physical or mental impact of her recent, very recent paralysis yes. Dude, she at is her daughter's hand. hand. Well, to your, to your point, when she leaves the hospital in the wheelchair, she's still being wheeled around the, out of the room. She's laughing it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's having a great time. She is practicing radical acceptance she in her life. <laughs> Just like, th these are my circumstances. I have to radically accept what's going on here. You would think the first half of the movie, she would have been miserable walking. And oh, was like, yeah. I cannot wait right. to not do this anymore. Yeah. Yep. She Also, how about this? No, I mean, because there are nefarious, you know, like the, um, the cabal of evil men who control <laughs> Lance Hendricks and are telling him, you have to impregnate her. The heads one of, of the, the MBA. One of the, the head of that organization is her doctor. He's called Dr. Walker? <laughs> Who's treating a woman who can no longer walk? I was like, okay. Well, he I, has her unconscious. Why not impregnate her while she's, on the, while she's undergoing surgery? I don't know because I also don't know. Does that mean that Lance Henriks, uh, Henriksen or whatever is evil because was it his sperm that they needed or just no no lance hendrickson is evil because he's lance hendrickson all right if you're casting lance hendrickson you're like oh no this is a bad guy so whose sperm are they putting inside of her when, when? doesn't matter they say she will just produce an evil boy with any sperm i yeah. believe so I think oh, so. I see. So actually, okay. I didn't so know there was going to be so much talk about sperm. It's the same thing as Rosemary's Baby. Are you uncomfortable? Baby. Well, with it, just, there's, oh, no, there's so many people. We're talking about sperm so much. Well, here's the thing. Who here has sperm that we can have? <laughs> oh, wow. 
Lots. A couple wow, of hands went up. No, wow. no, I mean, who here has it, like, in a cup right now? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so, so wait, many, now I'm understanding. So no. many hands. Okay, Such so, a bummer. <laughs> so Katie's... All right. So Katie's bio dad is her dad. It's just she was always going to... Her, the mom was always going to I produce. think what Paul read, what that thing that, that white Jesus talks about is that there are certain people who have the lineage of Satan, say, what is it, Zaytan or... Zaytan. Uh, whoever that... Zatine, who have, sorry, who have that, Who have the capacity to produce his children. And gotcha. she is the... They say at one point... She is the only person of this lifetime. But regardless of yeah. what sperm is but, inside of her. Correct. I believe so. I, I'm not positive, but I believe so. Well, I want to play this one thing because this is, the, this is a reveal. This reveal, all right, so after you hear this giant monologue, which we just this read This is, of, by the way, John Houston. <laughs> this is like, uh, this is the Maltese Falcon. This is Rio Bravo. This is El Chinatown. Dorado, right? This Chinatown. is like one of the great... Directors, this is, he's a wonderful actor. Like this is wild. Treasure Sierra Madre in a go. handsome J. Crew coat. It did make me feel like did George Lucas see this and want him to be Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> I mean, That's and then I, did he make this did he make out, Alec Guinness look like this in I, Star Wars? I, I think vice versa. This came ah. out in 1980. So ah, okay, or 79. Sorry. Okay. Does that does Paul, that contradict? Paul, you're a real that, fucking idiot. Does that contradict my point? No. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you for stopping the show. All right. So, uh, here we go. So he comes in and goes like this. Has it happened again? Her name is Katie Collins, and she'll be eight years old. <laughs> I mean, so you are Just so mix it down, mix those, it down. Those stings are so good. It's so great. Every time it happened, I was like, I "Yes, John Houston sting." It's amazing, but it's like, so what? I guess what we're getting to is this: who's evil? The mom who has the the womb that creates evil, or the child? Because he's coming in and saying this. Has it happened again? Her name is Katie Collins. Yeah, no, the child is evil. The mom isn't innocent. So I'm trying to understand that. I'm trying to understand the teams here, right? Because so John Houston is trying to get the young girl because she is that teen's progeny. Uh, Lance Henriksen is working for a cabal of men who is trying to impregnate a woman who doesn't understand that she is producing that teen's uh, children. Yes. And then John Houston is also kind of. John trying, Houston is like some sort of angel. Who's also then trying to say, like, hey, get an abortion because you have evil inside of you. All right. So that is essentially what is going she, on. This, the, this poor woman is literally driven mad by what's happening to her. She, at the, at near the, oh, in the third act of the movie, she's in her wheelchair, like, wheeling yeah. around... The house, Shelly Winters is watching her, wheeling around because she's gone mentally insane that, because she's pregnant well, with the devil's baby. But, but she, what yeah. this movie, by the way, this movie, this movie actually addresses maternal ambivalence really well. And that was one of the things I loved the most about it was seeing this mother really struggle with her feelings for her child. 
And it's presented in a way where it's, you don't judge her for it. You understand, even before we, like we, we know Katie's insane, but we also know that this mother loves her child, but she's having these other feelings. And very responsibly, she is like, I should not have more children. I am struggling with this maternity thing. But then she but lays then it out also, very clearly to Lance Hendrickson in the first scene. Right. He's like, I want to get married. I want to do this. And she's like, no, no that's I want not no for more me. children. She even says, I don't even know that I like the one that I yes. have. And he rolls, he because, rolls off of her and says something like, crazy woman. But and it's by the true, way, like, are you talking about the, the sex scene in the bearskin rug? Oh. Yeah. But it's similar. Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Baby feels this. Liam Remick in The Omen feels this. This incredible difficulty between wanting to love your child and, and rear this child, but knowing that there is some true evil at play here oh. is wild. Well, you know she's evil when you see her play Pong on Atari. Just bong, 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 bong. And she messes with that machine. She's a she cheater. She speeds it up. The worst thing she did in this whole movie was cheat at Pong. <laughs> Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, 
I love these razors. They are perfect. And now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I like that they bring in Mrs. Doubtfire to help with the round the house. Shelly Winters. I am obsessed with her in this movie. Amazing. She can do no wrong. Everything she does, every choice she makes, every every bit of it is perfect. What about she slaps Katie? Yes. So twice. Well played. It was amazing. It was incredible. This movie goes there. Because what is the girl? The girl says something like, "Where's my whipping boy?" And she goes. And I think, what, I think that was a real slap. It was by a child a actor. You know, I do have to Atlanta in the 80s. They're like, fuck it, it's Atlanta. Just hit her. <laughs> this is when this is like, when you could hit a kid and it was art. Yeah, it, it, it really, uh, that was a real hit. It was a real hit. Too far? Two, Seattle? Two hits. Uh, they no. They, and that they was, said by that the way, that her. was a crazy twist at the end. When we find out that Shelly and Jersey, John, yeah, she wants had to a go love with connection. Him. Yeah. So was she working for? Was she also she's, sent there? She's there on. She's working for him. My okay. biggest question, and I know that we're we're getting into some of the stuff, the nitty gritty, but why would they need a babysitter if they had uh, Mrs. Doubtfire in the house? I think Mrs. Doubtfire only worked from like nine to five. She okay. was the yeah. housekeeper. Got yeah. it. She was the housekeeper. And what was crazy is John Houston's character is Polish. In the movie, he arrives with a, on a Polish passport, jersey, something or other. I think that's, I think it's Polish. And he is just speaking with a straight-up American yeah. John Houston accent. <laughs> I also love the... Jersey Koloskowitz. I also <laughs> love the conversation when they're driving uh, at night to the thing. And they're like, do you think he, that babysitter is a child molester? Yeah. And then the daughter calls him a child molester, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's like, I don't like you. What are you, a chum? Oh, she says that to the detective. This is, yeah. It's so weird. The movie is so Also, weird. as long as we're talking about that, I want to acknowledge that the rate of a babysitter in Atlanta is only $5 an hour. Well, this is 1979. So, uh, the idea that John Houston asks for $15 oh my God, it's at absurd. the end of that is amazing. <laughs> but he says it like, it will be $15, $5 an hour, have to pay the agency. What cut, what cut is an agency making at $5 an hour babysitter service? One of the greatest things I've ever seen in a movie, ever, is Katie shoots her mother with a handgun. At which point the movie enters one of, I'm going to say three dozen montages in which the mother is put through all of the stages of surgery, operations, recuperation, everything, intercut with Katie doing gymnastics. And that, the idea that the mother is in surgery and she is just like doing gym- this. This is wild. Is there no music on this? Uh, yeah, we can. Too loud for my taste. Uh, 
don't like that shot. I did not like that shot. This I, is great. Yeah, you can't take your eyes off this movie. But what I, what I love about it is that, hey, I sh- <laughs> this girl shot her mom at her birthday party. The mom was, this seemingly is rushed right to the hospital. And then the girl's like, well, I do have gymnastics practice. <laughs> well, you take her to gymnastics. We just, she doesn't need to be at the hospital while her mom is getting spinal well, yeah, surgery. Yeah, because she's the- getting stronger. And the daughter seems disappointed that the mother survived the gunshot. She but, seems bummed. Yeah, because, I mean, but that's weird because then she's killing the vessel that's creating yeah, that's her true. brother. But I think she just likes to mess it up or, you know, keep things a little interesting. We haven't talked about Glenn Ford, the cop, who really sniffs oh. out the weird... Oh, yeah. yeah. The weird stuff about this family. By the way, are cops allowed to just come into your house when you're not there? <laughs> Snoop around? And well, instantly find the thing they're looking for? Hmm. Oh, there it is. Bird. I... Now, who did put the gun in the gift? I'm assuming Katie. So Katie, Satine. Katie took... Satan, the meat substitute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. John Houston. John Houston? Are you How guys... many people Wait, think whoa, that John whoa. Houston put the gun in the thing? How many Wait, people what, think... What? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What's the motivation? Hold on, right here. Wait, is this Rebecca? Okay. Rebecca? We know some locals. You were the hero of last show. I want to caution you, don't get cocky. All right, I'm going down. There's only, are you sure you got it? Here we All go. Right, here we go. Okay, so he put the gun in the box because he wanted to stop the spawn of Zatin to keep continuing. At the end of the movie, he says, like, you can't kill children, you can only kill the evil in them. And he laughs. But, but he's okay with killing a woman because this is an anti-choice allegory. Interesting. So, so you think he was intent on killing the mother? Okay. Then why not just kill the it mother? Is so that Atlanta. was that was. I mean, it I, is Atlanta. But <laughs> why not just like kill the mother? Why why give that the was daughter the, a gun and hope she kills the mother? Why not just like listen? He's going to get in a spaceship and go away anyway. Why not just come in and be like, and does then be any, like, see ya. Does anyone else have like a cogent art, like, argument like Rebecca had? Oh, uh, these. Are this, you allowed, to, if you're a child, to tell a cop to go fuck yourself? I think anybody can tell a cop to go fuck themselves. I think that is called free speech. All right, so what is your anti-argument to what, who put the gun in the box? I think it's the board that was trying to get her impregnated because the mom says, I don't want to have children, and then they shoot her to paralyze her because then Lance gets to move in, and she's like, yay, we're a family, and then she now gets pregnant, and they're all together. You know, and the that... Board of, the oh, board of directors. Rebecca is... Furious. That actually, 
That actually is a good point because one of the saddest moments in the movie for me it was when he brings her to that dinner and uh, Lance brings her to the dinner and then announces that they're going to get uh, married. No, he proposes oh, he to propo- her. Proposes to her. <laughs> and he doesn't then, even propose. He just says, I I'm going to marry yeah. her. Right. Right. And so then he leave, they go out to that little deck area in the hotel and he basically says, like, you got to marry me. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. He and, does. He says, you can't even walk. Yeah. And he like kind of like picks up her wheelchair and like kind of shoves her. And then it's like this yeah. overhead shot, and you're like, she's trapped. And I was like, I felt, I was like, ooh. Can we, just for a second, I'm not sure where this is in the movie, but we have to discuss the ice skating. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot all about it, Rob. Yes. So John Houston is walking down the world's tallest escalator, which is turned (laughs) off. By the way, that is the escalator that takes you into the CNN tour, but it only goes up. It doesn't go down. So they had to shut it off so they could walk down it. And while he's walking down the world's tallest escalator, um, she is having an ice skating fight with some local... It's not a fight. I mean, she's attacking... She's attacking she, I think the she's, they're making like a little bit of a plan. I think too. she's being attacked by first also I think they are Italian stunt skaters. If you just because if you look at them, Italian? they don't look like it. They don't because the filmmaker, the director is Italian and I yeah. think it's an Italian it would, crew. Now it you was said shot, backstage you don't care for Italians. <laughs> it was shot in Italy. I mean Lance Henriksen said that one of the reasons why he took this movie was to sh- to be in Italy. Um Although, one of the craziest things was, was John Huston was not excited to be in this movie, and then he saw the movie at the premiere and got really excited about it, and he's like, ooh, I didn't realize you were making this kind of movie. And then on his deathbed, he called this director to be like, let's talk. Just about, like, we made that movie. And, like, this movie was on his shelf, in his bedroom, like, this man who has this storied career, this movie was in his bedroom at the time of death. Wow. Do you think, do you think when Robert De Niro is on his deathbed, he will call me to talk about Dirty Grandpa? <laughs> um, let's take a look at some of this ice skating fight scene. Too loud. Well, she's also, she's going in the opposite direction, which uh, I know because I've been working on my roller skating. Don't worry about it. Uh, that, that pisses people off. So she's pissing people off intentionally. They're mad at her. And everyone goes ice skating in the middle of summer. That's a big fun thing to do in Atlanta. I will say, she's fantastic. She's so good. I mean, why is this scene in the movie? Like, like, I love this scene, but why is it in this movie? I will say, you could argue that for almost every scene in this movie. Almost every scene is, in some way, both integral 
and absolutely uh, meaningless. Like it is, this movie is is ephemeral. It's yeah. a, this is a tone poem. It truly is. I mean, for a long time we watch a bird trying to open up a door. A door. <laughs> and Jurassic Park ripped that shit off, man, with those raptors. But look at this shot. This is a great shot, and they both hit like symmetrically on the sides yeah, of these look bars. Yeah, this. And then poor she, John Houston with the, these the stairs. Spinning, spinning them around, and then fucking hurls a guy into an Applebee's. <laughs> it's funny when she hurls that guy into the Applebee's. There's no background. It's like it looks like a like, like a black void, like that Applebee's is just in the middle of, like I don't know. Watch, you'll see. Oh. These kids fly through a restaurant window, just destroying themselves. I wanted to point out this. See this sign? It looks like a, a highway sign in the back, but they're in a mall. It says like, it says like call 1-800-something. It says like call 1-800. Like, is that like, is this happening on a, a highway? Did she throw them that far away? It was in the mall. Because like, we saw where they just were in a brightly lit mall. That is pitch black darkness. Anyway. June, I imagine one of the scariest moments for you was seeing that bird attack Glenn Ford in the car. That was very upsetting to watch. I mean, I, uh, Paul knows this, I don't look, care for birds. I appreciate so all animals so and you, respect them. When we walk around New York City, you are felt like you're under attack. Yes, they fl fly way too close to me a lot of the time. And I've Do had... you eat birds as revenge? No, I don't eat birds. You don't eat birds. I don't eat birds. Um, the idea of a bird in a car, this, it's, it just kicks up some like real claustrophobia for me. I thought that scene was terrifying and so effective. That is the most frightening thing you could ever do, be trapped in a car with, with a, a bird. bird who, I mean, I don't know if those birds had the switchblades in them, but that one, when they did a couple of those plunk, plunk, like, oh. in the eyeball. Oh. Yeah. Is it hard to defend yourself from a bird? The answer is He no. drove pretty well. So I know, what, I know exactly what I would have done, Please. which is... Roll your car? No. Well, yes, yeah, stop the First car. First of all, brake. Brake. But even... He drives even for like I, two miles sure. with that birdie in the car. But even if I'm the mom, I would, and was being attacked by birds, I would immediately find a blanket and either throw it over the bird that was attacking me or throw it over myself and run out. So that's the plan. It's a good birds, plan. It's birds? good that you have yeah. thought of that before it happens, because it will happen. Well, no, there was a bird in our home, and I had to deal with it. But how did you deal with it? She pulled her home <laughs> over to the side of the road. I, well, I called my sister. <laughs> a noted bird expert. <laughs> I asked her to come over. I also posted on Instagram and asked for people's feedback on what to do. People's feedback? Was this a yes, bird or a alone. bat? It was a bird. A bird. I was what, alone in the oh, house with a bird. Like, well, the mo by the way, the most terrifying part of this was I had a baby monitor. We had the camera set up in the living room for some reason. And so I had the monitor in my bedroom and I saw the bird hopping across the floor. 
I first heard it, and then I saw it hopping across the floor. Wow. And so I closed the door. Can I ask, is this day or night? This is day. nighttime. Thank you. No, it was nighttime. I thought I came home from work, and you told me the whole story. <laughs> you thought the bird came home from work? No, I came home from work. I was watching the whole story Should we leave? Unfold. We should, should we, leave. We should all, we should all leave. No, it was nighttime. You did come home, but the kids were already asleep. It was nighttime. So, anyway, peop what people told me was to put a brown paper bag over my head and cut out... <laughs> <laughs> and cut out two eyes. <laughs> what are you... People are fucking with you. What? What? No, people were so kind and responded immediately and said, cut, cut two little eye holes and like a tiny little hole so you can breathe. Cover the Please bag. Please tell me this picture. Cover like the bag in birdseed. And grab a giant blanket and go out there and, and wear long pants and try, if you can get gloves on, great. And go out there with a blanket and throw the blanket over the bird. Um, and try to drag the bird outside. So I was ready to do it. Um, but thankfully, my sister came over and she, and, and I also, I, then I tweeted that my, or Instagram, that my sister was on her way and everybody wrote back to tell her to keep her hair up. Sure. So, and I think that's something we saw in the movie. If you have long hair, you're fucked. You're it can get fucked. caught. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to get caught up in the birds. So she came in with her hair up in a bun and holding a, a magazine, like a Harper's Bazaar that she had rolled up. That's oh. a great magazine. <laughs> oh, so, so, so she comes in ready to kill the bird. Cool, 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 cool. Thank God the bird and had already found its way June out. And if you think that is cool in a situation like this, her sister is, well, I would say, like, picture June's reaction to this. And her, your sister's reaction is way less cool than your reaction. Oh, then yeah. she's not the person to call. Yeah. Listen, she was the only person I knew who would definitely come over to do something about it. The person that Instagrammed the advice about putting the bag over your head is going to no. hear this and be like, what? She did no. that? Multiple people told me to put a brown paper bag over my head. Listen, people and throw tell me to do that all the time. But it's not because there's a bird in my house. Did they, did they think you were auditioning for the gong show? Is that what? I um, thought it was great advice. So if the bird were to get upset or startled, and start to attack me, I had a layer of protection. Oh, yeah, because that, that brown paper bag is going to really protect everything. Can I go back for just a second yeah. to where um, the bird is attacking uh, the guy in the car? Yeah. Because there is a stunt in that sequence that is incredible. The motorcycle guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a stunt like that, and I feel sure that that person was killed. It, yes. Agree? I, don't I, know. I wrote the same thing. I just watched someone die. Yeah. How do you survive that? And then I think for the reverse shot, they just threw his body out of a van. Yeah. No, that was upsetting that to upsetting. watch. In Italy, you can get away with full frontal hits on your stuntmen. I oh, mean, yeah, people, I think, I really felt that hit was 
devastating. Yeah, I don't know that that guy is 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 laughing. About I love that. when the mother says to Shelley Winters, "What do you think of my daughter?" And Shelley Winters says, "She's bad." <laughs> and then the mother's like, "Really?" Yeah. You just said you regretted her. The mother's first lines to Lance Hendrickson in the movie were basically like, I'm pretty sure my daughter's evil. By the way, what was going on on the roof? <laughs> yeah. What roof? What Great is question. John Houston building? Great question. Some oh. sort of Cristo level exhibit. Is that like he's just doing art installations in addition to his other work? It seemed like he was building a landing pad for a spaceship. Yeah, but they never are near that building. There's also a very brief cameo of Matt Pinfield from MTV. <laughs> Deep cut, never mind if you don't get it. Oh but no, there's old, that guy, there's I, when, old that guy walks the, when that guy walks into the door frame, I laughed so hard. Yeah. Because he's just like, he, the the bald like there are bald children and that's acceptable but when you see all these bald guys like in white it just was making me laugh. By the way, <laughs> why does John Houston get to keep his hair and wear khakis? And I don't think that those I don't think that those kids were wearing like bald caps because you can always tell you oh, yeah. no. see like those I think they kids, shaved those kids' heads. Every oh one of those God. kids' heads were shaved. Yes, completely. Oh wow. man. Oh, and some of them are so young that you don't know they don't understand why. No, no, no. They don't understand. They don't. They just like. My shave. mama got me in a movie. Yeah, I'm gonna shave. Like those kids' heads just got shaved. By the way, why does Katie have a very thick Southern accent? I mean, she's from Atlanta. She's from because a fair amount of Satan it is, is in Atlanta. from the South. She is white trash. I said she's like Honey Boo Boo, <laughs> like with uh, as Satan's daughter. Um... When the, I thought the scene where their car breaks down and the truck pulls up and the people come out was cool. And I, I thought there a, were visuals in this that were great. I, didn't, I thought it was a spaceship for a second because she's like, are you scared, mama? And the things come out. You don't know what it is. It's like this orb. And you're like, oh, that's a truck with some extra lights. <laughs> and then, then it's an impregnation truck. Um, <laughs> Do I they did, have those? I think that they have them in de definitely in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see what the crowd has to say. Oh, boy. Did anyone notice there's a part where she's going to school and she comes out of her house and she runs in front of that fucking school bus? Yes! So scary. That was, that was so scary. And that was, pre that was real. They yes, had, that was real. They really I was had like, that little girl run in front of a school bus that's like, yeah, I was like, that's the fuck, you're going to kill this that's, girl. That was crazy. I'm here with this other, I'm here with a woman who's wearing this awesome uh, switchblade bird homemade Whoa. vest. It's awesome. Ma'am, your name and your question. Uh, my name is Jade, and this is a general Seattle question. <laughs> we heard the lack of enthusiasm for orgasms in South Carolina. Does Seattle think that orgasms are as important as flowers? It's a good question. In our recently released episode, there's a debate. So wait, so sorry, just to be clear, you're saying Seattle is pro-orgasm? Fair enough. Oh my God. Oh boy. The mezzanine right, is out of control. Yeah, Paul, please the be careful. Much, 
Look at these. Much, look at these maniacs. Look at much these more maniacs. wild. High five. The, the mezzanine is acting like the balcony. Right. They really are. The mezzanine, the original balcony. Is this right, where that Pearl here. Jam video right. was filmed? Did you, did you when he it? climbs up on the thing. Wait, right. was it? Cool, cool, cool. All right, here we go. Cool, cool. Your really? name, your question. Hi, my name is Miranda. Yeah. Cool. All right. I love you all. Um, my question is, how can she still drive a car when she's supposed yes! to be Yes! Yes! Great yes! Yes! By the way, I was thinking the same thing. This is like a family feud audience. Like, yes! Good answer, good answer. She goes to the hospital, has an abortion, drives herself home? What? Well, but there she's are paralyzed. vehicles that Wait, are... she's paralyzed. People can drive. Yeah, they can drive cars. She can drive a car. What? She has use of her arms. But she doesn't have a... Wait, what's going on? She's driving a regular car without the So it's not like a wheelchair. It's not... Yeah. Accessible. Fine. Who, I guess I'm the asshole. Hey, what? who, who kills yes. like the so board Just of... to be clear, Seattle is saying paralyzed people shouldn't drive. Cool, Seattle. Okay, got it. Who right. kills the board of directors at the end? Like when they're... When, do we know? No Come idea. Unclear. No idea. Who has a good one? Who has a really good one? You have a good Sounds one? Sounds like people know. It's all right. You have a good one? Oh, man. There is all right. like... The, the, all right. <laughs> all right. A it, lot, this is a lot Paul, of energy up here. Yeah. Please, please then, be careful. Ooh. Everybody right. take a deep breath. All right, sir, you came all the way down from the top. Your name, your question. My name's Jacob. Did you guys see... Did you, you say drink? my name, my Jacob? My name, Jacob. Paul, walk away. My, Paul, Paul walk, you should walk away. Walk, walk this away. Person, Paul, this Paul, you're going to get up. You're going to get up. Switchblade in the throat. If you want to ask a question, you got to use verbs. <laughs> we need those verbs, people. All right. My name's Jacob. I watch movie. <laughs> Guys, all I'm going to tell you is that my exit is blocked from the Mez right what? now. Paul, do we need to send somebody to look at? Look at they're lining up to block okay, the exit. Get it. Paul, get out. Paul. Paul, jump. Paul, jump. Use the wheelchair right. elevator down the stairs. It's Did really fast. Climb down like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> All right, your question. Hard run. Did you guys see the mom was riding on a skateboard when she got dragged through the yes. living room? Yes. When, that was when, she got what? When the girl is dragging the mom by the hair... The mom is on like a yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like a skateboard or like a, something with wheels to allow sure. for them to move through sure. the house. By the way, yes, yeah, we, we, haven't talked, we haven't talked about that sequence when the girl goes, can I have a kiss, mommy? And then Ooh. spins around and she's like got lights Ooh. in her face. And yes. then it's a bigger like stunt woman that like yeah. jumps on. Oh, it was so scary. It was drags crazy. Her, and then drags her feet first up the stairs. That was wild. That when was she was wild. like, I'm so sorry, mommy. I would never hurt you. Ooh. And then gets her to the top of the stairs, kicks her down the stairs in the face. This drags is where her Lance Hendrickson ties down. a fishing wire to her fucking neck. That poor Lance woman. Hendrickson has teamed up with the daughter to kill the mother. It's a crazy situation <laughs> that I didn't find, find unerotic. Okay. Sir, I believe in you. Your name, your question. Sean. 
Um, okay, so I worked. Right we'll here. take it. You didn't. All right. So this is a super rich mansion, right? In two scenes, there's a seven-up like chandelier yes. hanging yeah. there, and I'm like, right. What the fuck is happening here? The beverage of kings. Or the beverage of the devil. Also, right. white Jesus kind of looks like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. And, yeah. So in that... And Katie wears the 12 shirt, so we got the Seahawks here. She wears the 12 a couple of times. You should have stopped at the 7-Up. Sean, too many points. Is there something special about the one bird at the end? Where I mean, besides the fact that he has a switchblade beak... I thought that bird was going to turn into John Houston or something like that. The one bird that's a fake He's bird like that has solid, a switch. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like the personification of good. Or yeah. the, the, not the personification, but like the, the bird that could transform is a, the way that the bad bird, the Satan was in the other, the hawk. Let me break it down for you. There's a good <laughs> guy and a bad guy. They both use birds. They both want... Well, they both want the kid because John Houston brings her back to his bald-headed community. They, they don't both want the kid. Well, Satine wants the kid so he can live. I mean, yeah, like you know, but, they want they, they want but the kid. Wouldn't you say they both want the mother? Not really, because the mother well, they no, want the they mother want, to produce. They want. I believe. Well, I think that. That um, John Houston knows he needs to take. We think throughout the movie that John Houston wants to kill Katie Collins, and instead, what he wants to do is kill within her the, the portion evil. that yes. is the devil, the the Horcrux that lives within her, right? Yes. And he also doesn't want to kill the child, and, right. he, and he doesn't yes. have to. What we find out in the final scene is all of these kids that block Jesus have at various times throughout history, been the progeny of Satan. And yes. John Houston has successfully gone out, exorcised the demonic part of them, and brought them here to live in God's uh, kingdom, I'm assuming, with his son, Jesus Christ. So right? if your child, if people out there have children and your child is being bad, shave their head. Right? I mean... Not exactly. I'm going what to. What I would say is have, I'm going to. have someone else shave their head. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had an opinion about this movie, but there are people out there with a second opinion. Now it is time for second opinions. All right, so here we go. Time to rate the movie we've just seen. Give the world the opinion of its dreams. Log into your Amazon, your keyboard catches fire. Cause there upon the movie page, the answer there is five stars for this movie. Amazing. Give it up for Marin and Dinelli. All right, these are five stars reviews, cold from Amazon.com. 
There are 167 reviews for this film. Uh, 31% are five star, 31% are one star. Um, this one, I'm just gonna start off really quickly. This is from Jason Quiggle, and he writes, a late 70s docudrama about cocaine psychosis. Take that, Rebecca. Um, and the t- and, and the title of the the title of the review is if this movie went to the hospital it would be held against its will for 72 hours <laughs> five stars <laughs> um, this one is written by uh, channel 83 if you're currently on medical marijuana or live in a place where it is legal then this is the picture for you you need to interact with it both for maximum enhancement Five stars. And the title is Your Brain on European Drugs. Um, This was written by Books and CD Freak. The little girl whose real name escapes me. Well, too bad you're not at a computer. um, Is a better actor than the other one that portrayed Damien as an adolescent. She's sweet one moment and a little terror the next. I spent half the movie wanting to smack her into the next life. Five stars. Wow. Smack her not into cool. the next That's life. That's not cool. Means you smack her to death <laughs> and she is then reincarnated. Like Satine. Uh, LNR writes a must see for crazy people and non crazy people alike. Five stars. So that's everybody. And then, two more. This one's written just by an Amazon customer, generic one. Very creeper to start about a man who only knows where he's from is sent to earth to a pervert child, 10-year-old girl who has powers that people from another world or time want. It's a fight of who will win and who is really good or evil. Five stars. Why is she a pervert child? She didn't do she, anything. She did do a thing. Um, All she wants to do, right, is kill her mother. (laughs) That's all she wants to do. Leave her alone. And gymnastics. Yes, and gymnastics. Um, Yeah, I mean, is is she very skilled at gymnastics? That coach. She's okay. She's she's a better ice skater. Her coach. She's a better ice skater. Her coach says that she is near perfection, doesn't she? Her coach is like that thing you did was almost perfect. Almost. That's what drives gymnasts crazy. That just trying to get that perfect. This, I thought, early on, I thought this was the Mary Lou Retton biopic. Do you think it's really her doing the gymnastics, that actress? Like, do you think that, like, it might be, because there were a couple shots. There were a couple shots where I her, thought there, it where was her. You see her face. There might and, be little, yeah, there might be some of the easier stuff. For well, sure. I'm glad that you both asked this, because this next review kind of pays a little bit of an homage and gives us a little bit of an answer about Paige O'Connor. Yeah, this is written by Fred Dury. If you're a fan of possessed kid horror flicks, like The Omen, The Brood, and of course, The Exorcist, then you will love this movie. The otherwise cut, blonde-haired, all-American girl actress Paige Connor, who wound up being a pro football team cheerleader, is one of the best. And it's her own voice the whole way through. Just watch the scene where she tells legendary actor Glenn Ford to get the bleep out of here. 
and try to throw her performance into the camp bin like everyone else has tossed this movie. But this kid's so fantastic, the entire movie follows her lead. And what is it? Well, it's quite good. Great even. Hell, George Lucas had the biggest budget in history, and look what he got in Phantom Menace. This movie does the best it can with the little money it had, including a small handful of once great actors. But once again, Paige O'Connor, this one's for you, kid. You nailed it. You creeped me out. You freaked me out. You scared me. You entertained me. Five stars. Paige O'Connor, child actress, deserves some credit. Okay, I agree with everything that was written in that review. Every word of it. I Paige agree O'Connor as well. I she thought she was she... by far the best part of this whole movie. Agreed. She reminded me of, oh, I don't know if everyone's seen it. Did people watch Barry? There's one episode of Barry where I was like, yep, yep. Bill, uh, Bill Hader. <laughs> she reminds me of Bill But wait, are you saying that she became an NFL cheerleader? Yes. So Are you also probably... saying that that takes gymnastics ability? <laughs> I think there's some gymnastics oh, ability. Say, there. How does she get to... So, so, so I'm sorry. When she, becomes, when she grows up and becomes a cheerleader, is she still, this, is she still Satan's progeny? Ooh, good question. I mean, I think, I think the evil was sort of sucked out of her, but from that last shot and that last smile on yeah. her face, it seems like not all of it. Well, it's very and hard. And do you think that's why she goes to work for the NFL? It's very okay. hard for... Interesting. <laughs> um, the tagline of this movie... Who they... farted? <laughs> they know we're here. The they budget. Who's they? Here. Who's the visitor? And who's we? I don't really I don't know. know. Who's they? Who, who who's we? What, what, this is a mess of pronouns. They know we're here. I think... My name, Jacob. Be... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I My think, name, Jacob. They know we're here. I think the tagline is from the point of view of uh, the young girl. They know but we're the here. But the young girl is not the visitor, though. The visitor is John Houston? Yes. Cool. They know we're, we're here. here. So John Houston is like, they okay, know we're let here. let me ask you this. Who's the protagonist of this movie? The mom. John Houston. Interesting. I would say Switchblade Bird. <laughs> Switchblade Bird is. By the way, how do you train so many pigeons to attack an actor at the end? Like, those pigeons. You don't. You cover are you just an throwing act- them on You there? cover an actor with birdseed. Peanut butter or something. Fucking pigeons. Yeah. Like, pigeon, they're all pigeons. Oh, disgusting. The worst. Um, just a couple of facts about the movie that I think are interesting. Sam Peckinpah's all of his dialogue, um, all of his dialogue is ADR'd because he couldn't remember any of his lines. There's, um, I think that's he, a, that's the scene where none of the dialogue matches their mouth, yeah. their like their mouth movements. Oh, and by the way, when I say ADR, I mean he was dubbed by another actor completely. He didn't if you even watch ever do that it. scene, yeah. the sink is. All crazy. So some other actor came in and said, talk your mom into getting you an ice cream. No, four ice creams. Yeah, that was, that was written down for someone. Um, then, um, <laughs> the, okay, well then, uh, there's a couple other things. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was one of the basketball players in the movie. Oh, wow. Um, that is interesting. And then we talked about this briefly, but Paige Connor said that Shelly Winters even smacked her during the rehearsal for the scene. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's how you get a performance. Um, I think we all agree that we would recommend this movie. I don't even yes. think we have to go around, yeah. Yeah. Go I think, around the I horn. think this is one of the few movies we've watched that I'm going to return to. I, I will show people this movie yeah. because... I, well, maybe I'm curious because I don't think... We, we all were talking about it. None of us had heard of this movie, no. right? No. Have you guys heard of this movie? No. no the right? Alamo Draft House re-released it so you can get this pretty easily. So it felt like a true like discovery. It was yeah. neat to be like, whoa, this is wild. Absolutely. Uh, really fun, fun movie. I'd um, love to see this in a theater. Absolutely. I'm going to actually talk to the Alamo Draft House to see if we can do a screening of this in L.A., because I think it would be really fun. You guys should come. It's only a quick plane flight. Except for Jacob. <laughs> Thank you, Seattle! You guys are a fantastic We crowd. did it, Seattle! Thank you, Balcony. Thank you, Mez. Thank, Thank you, you Mez. Good night. Thank you, everybody. Great job. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 